The Tilted Land Shark on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Good morning, AUDL fans! Welcome to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, Rare AM Edition. I am one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland, and I've got with me former AUDL professional, keeper of stats, supplier of morale, Zach, purchaser of fancy coffees of Ella. What is up, man? Yo, good morning, Chase. Uh, you awake right now? No. Sounds like you're a little tired. <laughs> no, a no. little bit tired, yes. Obviously. Yeah, um, yeah because, this is going to be fun. It's because I spent the night strutting and Ric Flair wooing around my house uh, after after uh, the games last night. That, yeah, that's you, why. You killed it. Um, I was on the wrong side of a lot of things. Not too fond of how I did last night, but today is the day to recover, right? Saturday's recovery day for him, at least me. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Mine yeah, is hopefully I, uh, continue, continue my brilliance day is what I hope it is. No, uh, hopefully we're I'm on the same side as you then because you're rolling right now. And uh, I got to get right for this being the last game of the season. Um, oh, before we get into breaking down the games, big news. I think they said November 11th and 12th. We have an all-star weekend for the AEDL. Oh, yeah, they announced that on the broadcast last night, didn't they? Yeah, we have an all-star game announced for Portland. We talked to Stephen Hall earlier in this Mm -hmm. uh, season. Mm -hmm. He's talked about how the owner of Portland, I forgot who his name was, was pushing hard to get an all-star game in Portland to play at the MLS Stadium, which would be really cool. Um, Hopefully, they get a good crowd out there because fill half, a quarter of that stadium at least. That's pretty fun. Uh, Looking forward to that. I'm going to get some off, uh, off-season action. I can't wait for the skills challenge. Um, you know. They need to do that. I I, I, that those would, it would, unlike like an NBA skills challenge, which seems outdated and not fun, uh, this would, seems like it would be a whole lot of fun. I mean, people throw in 70-yard hucks into a basket, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, or a net. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be a basket. You can use Instead a net of well. a dunk competition, we have a spike competition creativity athleticism we got so many uh they got to throw that one in there yeah yeah absolutely i like it i like where your head's at i like where the audl's head is at with the all-star weekend you kind of almost want to see it during the season but it gives you off-season frisbee so it does that's a win Uh, yeah they have to do it like this too if i mean because there's a lot of club tournaments that if you had an off weekend during the summer for the ADL to do an all-star game and then say there's a club tournament going on and you're missing half the players that you won at the all-star game, then that kind of causes an issue. So they're waiting until after club nationals, I'm sure. It was all planned. 
I kind of like it this way. I'm not a big fan of mid-season or in-season All-Star games because I just want the action. But the season's over. It's been about two months. They're like, oh, man, there's some AUDL action going on for an All-Star game. I'll watch that. I think they're doing it right here. That means we've got months to build up to it here on the Tilted Landshark podcast. Uh, yes. You, you know what else is uh, is big is championship weekends. People tend to like championship weekends is what I've found. And uh, we had a hot start last night. We had two just dominating performances. Uh, you could also maybe say two underwhelming performances, but mm-hmm. – Let's go ahead. Let's talk about the first game of the evening last night when Chicago took on Colorado. Everyone's been saying all season it was the march to a Colorado-Chicago final. Chicago unionized. They rallied the troops. And they got the easy dub, 19-14. And this game was not that close. It was not five points mm-hmm. close. Um Chicago fucking put it on Colorado. And there were some interesting theories going around around the broadcast booth. One of them, I don't know whether to take seriously or not, which was uh, a return to closer to sea level made the Colorado Hucks travel not quite as far. I don't know how much elevation impacts a 175-gram plastic disc. What do you think? Well... I played at a tournament in Colorado. Didn't I played okay. And then immediately two weeks later played in a tournament in Virginia and my throws were way better. So it, it's more about what you're used to. Um yeah. in Colorado they fly further. You try to do that same power in a more humid, closer to earth type situation. And yeah, they're gonna die down. It's a science humidity pushes a lot of a lot more shear on the disc pushes the disc down Um, are you using fancy words like shear on me that's what they do to sheep zach uh (laughs) now here's another thing i posit to you which is is this essentially was it essentially a home game for chicago do you think the fans traveled to madison it's not that far away yeah it really isn't it could have been um fans friends family i think a lot more it's easier to travel i think i heard from the broadcast that colorado showed up late uh thursday night to Mm -hmm. uh madison yeah which you know trouble with frontier airlines (laughs) Uh, you gotta you know you can't just choose your flight i feel like when you're flying into a place like madison i feel like there's like select time slots they fly in and out of that place but they realized they didn't have enough enough money to pay for their bags on frontier airlines. And they had to like go outside panhandle uh, to, Did, to get those, their bags packed. They even mentioned something about how Colorado started warming up 70 minutes before the game. You would think that doesn't really matter, but they just brought it up as if like, man, they could be exhausted or either trying to get used to the throws and they just couldn't get it down. It's like, what, what does that matter? They show up late, they warm up early and, uh, I guess they get thrown off by it because it was bad. It was a lot of unforced turnovers. It sounds like a fucking case of the Mondays is really all I can, all I can think. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned there was just a ton of unforced errors. And, uh, I mean, Chicago easily won the turnover game. Uh, they had uh, yeah. Colorado 19, uh, Chicago 14. Uh, also, I, I mean, 
92%, that's got to be close to the lowest completion rate for Colorado for the season. I would think so. Here, let's check this out. While we're doing that, it's not only the turnovers difference, is the capability of converting those turnovers. Um, let's see here. Chicago went 8 of 14, 14 opportunities. Meanwhile, Colorado went only 3 of 7, only having 7 opportunities and not even converting more than half of that. Um, yeah. As for completion percentage, you know, they had a few games where they were down to 91%, three games. Outside of that, that was their lowest. They talked about, too, and I, I agree with this. I've talked about before because Nethercut's the center point of Colorado, and they're a lot riskier with their offense than other teams. I think Chicago is more of a solid, clean-cut ultimate team. Um, and, yeah, that was obviously the difference in this game was just – some poor huck opportunities and just didn't like they weren't like they were dropping passes they were throwing discs straight into the ground for like 10 yard unders like the small things that you don't think a professional team is capable of doing is what colorado showed us yeah just routine two-handed catches flipping out of their hands Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. i mean I, I wouldn't – given how Colorado had played all season, I never thought that I would be asking this question. But I it almost – you have to now, which was – was the moment just way too big for Colorado? Did they just piss down yeah. the leg a little bit? And yeah, I, I almost want to say, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly I, how that shit went down. I want to say that too, but they have players like Nethercut, Matt Jackson, Jay Fruit, who are AEDL champions. Jay Fruit's an MVP of the league. I mean, Jay Fruit showed up and played. He played real well. So did uh, Spicer. But, like, yeah, the players who have been there kind of did very well. Matt Jackson had an okay game. Nethercut, four turnovers is what you expect, but he didn't do much out of that. He had a minus one plus minus. Sure. But, yeah, a lot of the other guys who I don't think have played in the AE deal, yeah, it was kind of a big stage and a whole new environment for them, so – uh, my handicap on the under in this game was the first game may be an ugly game because of the nerves in the first half. And, I mean, the first half total – I mean, second quarter they scored a total of five goals. They had some pretty long points. So, yeah, I, I think that does play a role in it. Colorado held to only one point in the second quarter, and that's where Chicago mm-hmm. really separated themselves and yeah. kind of just – I mean, it's a term I love for, for football games, just when you get a team down and – you know, step on their necks, you put them out. And that's exactly what they did. They did a lot of neck stomping last mm-hmm. night. Uh, makes me want to listen to the shake. Well song leg lock. Uh, uh, we had a prop net. Yes, we did. I don't remember what it is. Please remind me. It was uh, the most assists in the game. Pava Jonas, Jonathan, had cut or the field. I took you the field the field. Yeah. Paul Arters had a game last night, five assists. Um, some beautiful cross field, you know, back corner s cut type assist, which was fantastic. Joe White had another great game. Um, and yeah, there, there are big names like Paul Vajonis, Barker, Nate Goff. They didn't do anything extravagant, but they did their job. Nate Goff had a tough job of guarding Jay Fruit, who is arguably the most athletic guy in the AEDL. So, I mean, I think they held their own, and that offense did a pretty damn good job at converting. Um, they're defensive offense did a good job of getting that disc and you know moving it against Colorado but yeah kind of disappointing end what my first prop bet that I've hit 
so far this season, I think. And I had to take 20-plus players to do it, technically, <laughs> by getting the field. That's what I do! I mean, when you're going to get even odds and get 20 players versus two players, take the 20 players. I I gifted that to our listeners. A um, shockingly good line from the Zacavella Tropicana Sportsbook. Good for you guys. Shockingly good line. Good, Yeah, he deserves to be taken advantage of there. And we did it. <laughs> um, oh, so man. For me, I was I, – I took Colorado – I ended up taking Colorado on the money line. That seemed foolish in hindsight. But uh, I hit the under, which was the first half of my under parlay – We'll have to find out how I did in the next game. But, uh, yeah, I, what what's your takeaway for Chicago specifically going into this afternoon? One, they look clean offensively. You know, some first-quarter jitters, but they look clean offensively, very crisp. Uh, 14 turnovers, I think a bulk of that mostly came from the defense. They're going to have to convert at a high rate against the winner of the next game. But they also, they like, they looked in shape. They were moving the disc well. Whenever they got the turn, uh, Dalton Smith, he's kind of like the Rajon Rondo on that team. Is a lot of playing point guard, dribbling it up the field. They say, um, yeah. and they and like deep- and like Rajon Rondo, I didn't think that he would be good in the NBA either. Yeah. So. Well- he, yeah. he was good because he had three studs. Uh, I'm not saying that about Dalton Smith. I think he's good with a lot of different players the way he plays. But, no, it looks – it looks it's this, like, weird visual of, like, you're watching Chicago play and, like, that team has their shit together. They look like they could, you know, tux it up and look good walking off the bus. Meanwhile, Colorado's a bunch of ragtag guys, and that's what Chicago did to them. They made them look that way. So, that's it was some clean ultimate from Chicago, I got to say that. I think going into tonight's game – they have to, one, not turn the disc over against the Empire because I think they're going to sh- – oh, sorry, I kind of spoiled who won the next game. Not turn the disc over uh, as much. And I think as going 8 for 14 on uh, breaks, they got to do that again tonight. Um, it's going to be a lot harder. The other team they're playing tonight is going to be a lot deeper on that offensive end to get the disc back. So it's gonna, they're going to have uh, – the work cut out for them, but we could talk more about that in the last yeah. segment here. Absolutely. And speaking of segments, we've got to break this one up. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Tilted Land Shark brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be talking finals. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB with five TDs, Prop Bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let me tell you about something 
so cool. It is a one-stop shop for all of you sports bettors out there. It's called Odds Trader. It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books. You can get all the best different sign-up codes and promotions from all the different sports books. And plus, it's got all sorts of tools to help with your handicapping and also tools to help track your handicapping so you can know just how well you are doing. So go get all these cool features. Come get all your information put in one place at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. Bring sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. It's $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And let these folks run your pool. Welcome back to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are recapping last night's games, the Final Four in Madison. We've already talked Colorado-Chicago. We've got to talk the other big game of the night. It was a much-anticipated rematch between the Carolina Flyers and the New York Empire. Everyone said this had close game written all over it. I said otherwise. And you know what? Damn it, I was right. New York gets the six-point dub, 22-16 over Carolina, and it was just a story of uh, take control early and uh, don't don't let them up because uh, New York got the uh, three-point lead in the first quarter and just held it through the entire game, extended it even in the third quarter. So, uh, yeah, good job, New York. This is kind of what we expected in terms of a result, not necessarily mm-hmm. for the spread. Uh, total. Kind of, kind of what one of us was thinking. Yeah. Um, what what'd you think about this I, one, Zach? Okay. Yeah, very upset of myself on this one. I thought Carolina could keep it close. I blame – so early in the game, first quarter, first turnover goes Carolina's way. And they work it all the way down the field. And they were going to start – not start the game, but they were going to have the first break of the game. And I think that would have shifted the game in their favor. Uh, it turned out to not be that way. What ended up happening is, let's see here. Let me get to Carolina. Give me one, give me one second here. Yeah, that's what happened. So it was 2-2. Carolina got a turnover, working it down the field. They're about to get a break up 3-2. They give that up. And then New York goes back and scores. And then breaks Carolina two times in a row after that. That was like the backbreak. Already in the first quarter, the backbreaker. Um, New York had a buzzer beater. They got a break buzzer beater against Carolina. That was lucky. I don't think it should have counted, honestly. I, the, I, was, I, the one that Ben Yacht threw at the jumps up, pulls okay. down, and then gets the high release backhand off to score. Let's talk about this because that reminded me. We need 
reviews on that because you can't trust three minimum wage refs to yeah. look at the clock, look at the disc, look at the pile of people and say if it counted or not. Um, I've played in the AEDL. It could have been better since then. The uh, scoreboard and the horn it makes sometimes never line up. They never, it could be a home field advantage thing, but they never line up. Uh, They either need to work on that or allow reviews for buzzer. Because that could could change an entire game. That could possibly change this game. Yeah, I mean, those, if, you, those... if you allow Binyat to hold it two seconds after it hits double zeros and say it counts because refs can't, you know. Yeah, I I certainly didn't think it counted, but I was also uh you know pleasantly surprised whenever the uh, the ref threw up you know threw up the hands to say it was a goal. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about uh who was there physically but it didn't feel like was there in spirit my my key to the game was that new york had the height to shut down one henry fisher Mm -hmm. zero goals for the six foot six henry fisher in this game uh i i mean i'm not sure if he goes out and scores six and and equalizes it uh if he has a better game but uh i it definitely doesn't help my man was too busy throwing backhand hucks the entire time. He had a few opportunities deep. And like you said, he struggled against matchups that were about his size. Um, he did have some beautiful throws. This, this guy does he does a lot. Um, but yeah, you're right. That was the difference maker, I feel like, was New York's size giving Carolina deep problems. Um, Carolina still went 10-16, to 16, not great on hucks. New York on the flip side, four of eight. So both teams kind of struggled. Um, yeah. I mean, these were two pretty large teams. So the, a lot of the discs that went up were going to be 50-50. And New York, I mean, had this for, you know, scoring the most points in any of the semifinal games. Uh, they also did it uh, attempting the least number of hucks uh, for, mm-hmm. for any any team this weekend. I mean, they they do not – even though they've got the size to to play, go and get it 500 kind of flat ball, they didn't have to. They were just able to, you know, be chilly and work the disc the entire field. Uh, I, I got to say, I mean, if you're thinking about championship prospects for a team, having a team that can do it that way, that can eat clock, that can score any way they want. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm sure if they if – they, if they had the opportunity to just huck and go get it, they would do that too, but they didn't, they didn't have to. Uh, it I shows mean, you, you got, how dynamic they are. Yeah, you got to think that a team that that dynamic has a really good chance to walk away with the championship this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, this baffles me. I'm looking at Carolina's stats this year on, because we talked last game, the worst possible or the worst completion percentage of the season. They went 93%, which is very low for a team like Carolina. But that's only tied third worst for the season. You want to hear what their three worst completion percentage games were? Let's hear. Carolina versus Tampa Bay, 91%. Carolina versus Tampa Bay, 92%. (laughs) Carolina versus Tampa Bay, 93%. That equals (laughs) – we were just fucking around with with Tampa Bay at that point. It's called playing with your food. Yeah, that's when you hear people yell, uh, you know, only half field hammers from the sideline. It's like, all right, we, <laughs> we get it. We understand. Man, I, I, I mean, I, 
there's really just not much you can say for New York other than you look good. Right. You look good. Yeah, uh, I. They've got to play against a Chicago team who we feel might have a little bit of a home field advantage. Uh, but also I feel New York has a little bit of a size advantage too going into it, but we'll talk more about that game. Uh, this game goes under the total was set at 39 and a half. Baby, baby. We hit the under parlays for a nice little lick. I think plus two sixty four. Yeah. Uh, and then New York covers the plus the minus two. Um, Which I think if you got it late Friday was at plus odds. FYI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> this guy is rolling in it right now. He's got a big bankroll for tonight. Let's see what he does. Put it all on red, man. Put it all on red. I plan on doing roughly the equivalent of that. Yes, I will be. I, I essentially will be parlaying my parlay into one just big bet for, for this game. I don't know what yeah. it is yet. We're going to talk through it in another at the at the end in our in our last segment when we make our. Oh, man, I feel like we should be listening to. uh you know, boys to men, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday because uh, oh, that song, that song, this is cry. This is the last time that we will get to make gambling picks for the AUDL until next yeah. April. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it, Zach. Very sad. Uh, and what sucks is, do we get the same early season advantages that we got this year with like Indies at home? Let's put their total at forty. Hey, Madison's a plus four fifty dog. Let's okay. Let's pick that. Oh, you're giving I, San Diego six to one odds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I say yes. You know why? I'm pretty certain the book has like the line making intern, the line making summer intern every single year do the AUDL. So next year there will be a new intern who has no idea about AUDL and how it works, and will be able to take advantage. Them. Yeah, we'll be able to take advantage of that until they get their feet wet. Uh, Hire some random guy who's never watched Ultimate the week the season starts. Like, here's some film. Figure out the lines. Here's an old database. Uh, I don't think the last guy kept good stats, but good luck. Yeah, I don't even think that they give him, like, film or anything. I think he just gets a bunch of, like, you know, accordion folded up sheets out of a dot matrix printer. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, here's, figure figure this shit out, Hayden. That's what his name is. Uh, I've decided it's Hayden. It sounds like an intern's name right there. It does. It's a very intern <laughs> name. That's what I was going for. Uh, all right. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to set the scene for you. We are talking Chicago, New York. We are talking AUDL championship. We will be right mm. back with more Tilted Landshark podcast brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleepers, that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. 
on your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Everybody wants someone to make a good match for them, and that's what Trade Coffee does whenever they match you to the freshest, best-tasting coffees that you'll ever make at home by partnering with some of the country's best craft roasters. Look at that. They're already making matches. There's all sorts of expert-tasted coffee, and Trade is so confident that they will offer a first-match guarantee. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of hot coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let the trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Yes, that's right. It is <laughs> championship Saturday. The wheat has been separated from the chaff. I think I don't farm. I don't know if that's the right saying or not, but we have a finals game tonight, seven o'clock or sorry, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central God's time. And uh, man, I got to say pretty good line for this game. It's a tough mm-hmm. line. It is a very tough line. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a look. We got New York, the three-point favorite. They're minus 125 for the uh, three-point spread. Total set, another one at 39.5, minus 110 for both sides of that. And then you've got New York, minus 450 on the money line. Uh, Chicago, plus 330. Chicago is also plus 105 to cover that three-point spread. That number three feels like it's just dead-on balls accurate i could see this ending up being that's why i feel i uh, kind of grateful for no hook here uh because yeah. I, I think you could easily pick one side of this and and kind of get out with with the the push um so you're saying chicago people on the side of chicago are getting a half point insurance or yes you see this at, i okay. i think i think both sides of this are getting that half point insurance mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. four could be, I mean, four feels like a lot. Um, yeah. you know, two I, feels too small for a team like the empire. Yeah. I, it's a good number. It's a really good number. Um, mm-hmm. the total you've got two teams that they've, they've now played a game during championship weekend. Yeah. Uh, they're the, they were the most composed. You gotta say there aren't really any sort of necessarily any, jitters uh that feels like mm-hmm. a pretty good total at 39 and a half these so new york is a team who's familiar with the big the big stage right yeah. two years ago or pre-covid year before covid they won the championship they've got a lot of those same players um a lot of mvps a lot of people who played on world's teams chicago on the other hand um i think this is their third weekend and championship weekend now they're i think they finally hit the threshold of making the finals if i remember right uh i'm not a adl historian so recent history tells me chicago hasn't been here before that doesn't mean they're not capable of showing up and playing real well tonight um if we look at the weather in the evening we got ads popping up on the website let's see eight o'clock Winds are about five to seven miles per hour tonight. Um, 
It's going to be really windy during the day, it looks like, but then they died down. Nope, that's Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be like five to eight mile per hour winds. No rain um, tonight. So the weather's going to be as good as it was last night. Yeah. Now, talking total, both these teams throughout the whole season have been playing with pretty large totals. And they both finished the regular season 9-3 over under. Uh, the trend in the playoffs right now seemed to be a lot of games are going under. Uh, but I think we had inflated values early. So, yeah, my play is going to be the over. Last year's championship game, we had a very ugly game. Two years before that, when New York won, New York won against Dallas big, like 26-22. So, that was a big total. I do like the over in this one. Um if you could get 40 points out of these guys, I think not easily, but I think it's going to be very possible. I mean, you have the two teams that were the lower turnover, turnover totals in their, in their semifinal Mm -hmm. matchup. And I guess you could, one could hypothesize that probably that's why they're in the finals. Um, I mean, two teams that value the disc quite a bit. I could see, but in New York playing a little bit of small ball, let's see. Let me see. Uh, how many hucks Chicago? I mean, Chicago hucked it 16 times. I feel like that huck percentage goes down a little bit. They maybe don't try quite as many with Babbitt and Yacht kind of, you know, lurking on the mm-hmm. field in places. Those are, those are, you know, two, you know, two players that their size really kind of prohibits the, the, the high, deep, long throw. I, it's, I still, I still, for for someone who's going to put it all on one single bet this evening, uh, I I feel shockingly um, insecure about what I'm going to do for this one. Uh, really, I mean, I I quite literally are in very well, not literally. There are no weeds around me. I was going to say I'm quite literally in the weeds, but there aren't weeds growing in the room. Well, there is weed growing, but there's. Never mind. I don't want to talk. About that. We'll brush that one. We'll leave that alone. Yeah. Um, DEA is not listening to this, anyways. We hope. Um, we hope. Yeah. Man, I really don't talk more because I really don't know what the hell I'm going to do yet. Yeah. Um, okay. So Chicago hasn't played a team like New York outside of playing Minnesota three times this year. In those three games against Minnesota, they are, I think, 3-0 and on the over during the regular season. I don't know what happened in their playoff game. New York, when they played D.C., I believe had hit the over every time they played. So I think what we're going to get here is, like you said, two teams that don't turn the disc over a lot. Um, I, this is very up to Chicago if they can handle this New York Empire defense and go down the score. I think Empire can score against Chicago's defense uh, at will, right? Unless Yacht and Jack Williams just decide to fuck around and throw some turfs. But I think with both these offenses, um, yeah, I think they can easily score without having to play too much defense. Man. All right, digging into the union here. Let's see. On the season, they were a 92.45% completion percentage, which, uh, I mean, That's actually, you bet- said 92? 92 point completion percentage for the season, 
was 92.45, actually higher than the Empire's 91.9. I'm getting 94 and 95 for those two teams. Are you... Oh, hold on, hold on. You're looking at the entirety was, of it all? Uh, yeah, it was, that's that's them. That's for the existence of the Union, uh, which is nice to know, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's take another look at this. Uh, Empire led the league 95.21% uh, completion percentage. Uh, the Union, not far behind, 94.16. Uh, Empire led the league at Hux, led the league at Holds, led the league in O-line conversion. Man, I... There's really no glaring difference between these two teams. The only big thing is unforced turnovers, uh, turnovers in general, but let's say they're unforced for the most part. Union 221 versus Empire's 18.5. That's the entire season, which amounts to Empire giving up 13 turnovers a game, which is incredible, versus Union 16 turnovers a game. Okay, so these two teams led the league in O-line conversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empire 68.63%, Union 64.9%. D-line conversion, Empire was second, 57.52. The Union were way down in the list, 50.22. Yeah, that's got to be the, the top 10. Yeah, that to me, all right, that is your your telltale stat right there and it has to be that you with the teams feel somewhat evenly matched mm-hmm. there's always one statistic that you can point to that you can say yes this is the this is the difference in the game and i think it's the d-line conversions so with that being said i think i've made up my mind uh i i am on the empire i think the empire cover the three I think, think. They, I think this isn't going to be my bet. This will not be my bet, but I do think that the Empire cover the three. I've been totals Jesus all year, so I'm going to probably lean into the to the total for my uh, for my bet. What, what's your take on the spread? Take on the spread is what we said earlier. It's right on. Um, <clears throat> my take on the breaks are slightly different than yours. I don't, although the percentages say they're different. I don't see the break game being any different than two to three goals along with that i think chicago has a chance to win some end of quarters which will keep this game close throughout um i think we'll see lengths of this i think we'll see a few breaks obviously um some back-to-back breaks chicago may have their breaks that they can get but i I see lengths of this game be very shootouty um yes i said it shootouty kind of you know uh, where the it just goes back and forth, yeah, which is what keeps the game close. So I'm going to go Chicago plus three. I also like seeing plus odds next to uh, a price, um, but it's championship game. Um, it I don't think the last two championship games have covered this number. Obviously, last year was the only year we had odds for a championship game, and I think Raleigh were the underdogs against New York. So we saw a dog win. Ever since we've been betting on AEDL, we saw dogs go one and no championship weekend. So I'm going to go Chicago plus three. Okay. Um, you get the insurance plus you get the plus odds. Yeah. That's like the book saying this really should be three and a half. But since we're yeah doing the half point down, we'll, we'll give you the plus odds. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Now let's let's talk total here. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, wh- when I see the two teams matching up that lead the league in offensive line conversion, I mean, I do mean, I mean, the Empire is a good four percent above every, everyone else. Uh, I mean, they they definitely are separated from the pack. But seeing that it's the top two teams with offensive line conversion, you have to think that it, it will be like you said that it will be kind of shootouty. And if it's shootouty, mm-hmm. it feels ovary. Damn it, I said it again. Ovary. <laughs> hey, there he goes again. Uh, there goes that man. Yeah, I, uh, I, I gotta say, uh, it, it, it feels like a, like a over thirty nine and a half game, and that's it. That is, that is what I'm locking in. You give me the over thirty nine and a half, minus one ten in this game. That, that is my, my bet. You must play for this one. Here is what I'm hoping happens tonight. I just realized I'm going through my uh, open tickets right now. Uh, I went all the way back and I saw that I placed some future bets. Minnesota uh-huh. eight to one to win the championship was stupid. That's gone. I had New York plus two seventy five. That's how they opened the season. Right. So I've got that ticket along with Chicago plus three. Chicago loses by two. They lose twenty two twenty. Is my now let's say they lose 26 24. Empire won 20. I want to hear your exacta if you can get it. So I say Empire wins 26 24. Chicago covers. I win my futures tickets. I hit the over. That is where I'm going with. I'm going to go New York wins 22 9. Now 23 19. Okay. They cover, but barely. And uh, they hit the over, but barely. I think that I that feels for lines that I regard as pretty good. I feel like that's the probably the fairest score that I can mm-hmm. give. Now there's yeah. one last one last bet to talk here, which is uh, the money line, of course. Uh, where, mm-hmm. I mean, as, as you'd expect, New York, the big favorite, uh, yeah. minus four fifty. Not as not as ugly as some of the money line numbers no. we've seen this season. Uh, this one's at least not in the multiple thousands. So uh, is this, I mean, you're in a unique position where you're sitting on futures bets where you essentially have a money line. You essentially have New York on the money line plus 275. You essentially yeah. have roughly the same odds on, on Chicago as what they're getting in this game plus 330. Uh, this is something I'm sure, I mean, unless you want to pad one of those futures, you you don't even have to pull the trigger on, do you? No. Um, I, when I bet, I create game scripts in my mind on how I think the game is going to go. Yeah. Uh, and then I just push with that. I have so, people at Pixar make elaborate storyboards of how yeah. I think the game will go. Here's how it opens up. Uh, Weirdly, all the, pl- the all pool. the players are, are illustrated as toasters wearing capes. <laughs> um, and so with this game script in mind, I, I usually never hedge. I'm not going to try to do the math here and be like, all right, so here's how I can get guaranteed money because the return sucks. There's yeah. no fun. There's no thrill in that. Um, hit, hitting your game scripts is a lot more thrilling. It's kind of the sweat that I – my yeah. degenerate life lives for not you know i don't live to sweat all the time but when i'm yeah. in my degenerate mode I, these are the sweats i kind of like is follow the game and see if it follows your script so i'm not going to do any hedging i'm just going to hold this ticket 
hold Chicago plus three and see if that over hits too. I like the sweat, but I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, I sweat when I eat cheese. So there's, <laughs> it's, it's see a doctor about that one. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, all right, man. It is, it is decision That's time. It. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. <laughs> we miss you every day, big. Um, mm. How are you playing this? How, what are your bets for today? Yeah, officially the bets are I will have, I mean, a unit of two bets, just a unit apiece, Chicago plus three. And then I want to go over the 39 and a half. Um, Unfortunately, you can't do same game parlays on this book for the AEDL. So no parlays are in play. Um, I could, again, I said I wasn't going to do the math, but if I were to do the math, I could put a certain amount of units on Chicago plus 330. That would guarantee me some money here. But, yeah, I don't want to do that. There, there's nothing to cheer for. Yeah, yeah. I, I I am officially saying I am only going hard on the total. That is it. That is my one bet. It is the over 39 and a half in this one. Uh, I think they probably hit around 42, I think, given my, I, my score projection. I put in my notes next to your pick on the total going hard. Is that accurate? Uh, I, I mean, there goes Chester the molester again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, not a mercy. I sure, yeah, yeah, horde. Okay. Go real horde. Go real horde. Um, man, we're gonna take one last break here on the tilted land shark. Those are our plays for the finals. We'll be right back to wrap this up. And uh, I don't know, maybe we got uh, Big and Rich to play some sort of like theme song, just like Flat Balls Come In to your city. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back where I will not sing anymore, I promise. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. I was awful at Spanish. I had so many different Spanish teachers. Good God. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and your accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. They have been the official statistician of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL, and their app lets you access teams and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau research team. 
This app really is your one-stop source for players' news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends. Perfect for the preseason. You get your player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Listen, all I know is Elias is all-powerful. I missed the finals in my league one time because of Elias' stat correction. If they can take away, then they have some clout. Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. With new features available all the time, take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Well, flat balls come in to your city. All right, I like There he goes. <laughs> you know, I, I listened to the tape. I was like, God damn it. You sound, you sound good, Chase. You sound real good. You should you should bring the people back from the break with that singing. So that's what I did. I made I made what they call an executive decision. How are you going to be enjoying this game tonight, Zach? Real quick, leave a uh, five star review for uh, Chase's voice. Just brilliant. Uh, how I'm going to be enjoying it? Uh, eight o'clock pool, right? Is it eight o'clock central or eight o'clock eastern? I, I think it's eight o'clock uh, eastern. Seven Let's see. central, eight eastern. Um, Seven God's time. Yeah, well, I used to be like that. Uh, I uh, I'm probably just gonna be at home. It's Saturday night, man. What else am I gonna do but be at home, hanging probably, out? Probably some <laughs> some alcoholic beverages, maybe some of that dirty corn liquor. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, Maker's Mark. Uh, you know, cast strength. They they got that. So I'm gonna enjoy that, sipping that whiskey and watching New York and Chicago go back and forth. It's a Vito Genovese versus Al Capone. That's what we're watching right now. All right. Okay. I'll, I'm waiting all right. to be gonna drop that. Yeah, that was that was a deep depression era, you know, prohibition bootlegger uh gangster cut. But yeah, we'll take it. Um <laughs> what are you doing tonight, huh? Well, uh today I've got uh the Travers Stakes uh at, at Saratoga, which if you don't follow horse racing, is uh they call it the midsummer classic, uh outside of the triple crown. Actually, I like this race more than the Triple Crown races. It's uh, Ooh. it's the Graveyard of Champions. I'm talking Secretariat got beaten the Travers. I'm talking American Pharaoh got beaten the Travers. Uh, so it's it's a race that's always been kind of made for upsets. It's it's a good one. So I'll be doing that. Um, I don't know. I'll probably be just trying to get somebody's you know cable TV login so I can watch FS2 on my on my laptop to watch the game live. Um, but yeah, I'll be I'll be hanging out. I'll be watching. I might have a little Jefferson's Reserve, two ice cubes to open it up nicely. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then in the meantime, we got college football today, so that's pretty fun. Holy, I've been so with ultimate and with horse racing that I have completely forgotten about five times this week that there is college football kicking off today. Holy mm-hmm. shit balls! Holy Santa Claus shit! Jesus tap dancing Christ. I completely forgot about college football. I feel I feel ashamed of myself, but it is also week zero, you know. And, but football is football. Yeah, UConn covers. That's what my boss said when I left work yesterday. I was like, but it's football. I'm gonna give one I'm gonna give one football pick, and that's uh, UConn covers. Ooh, bold. Yep. They never uh, cover. Okay. On that lunacy. Well, that's it for us at the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. We are going to get out of here. Enjoy your finals. Uh, I hope we see you victorious in the, the halls of Valhalla 
later. Let's throw yes. some Viking imagery into it. We will catch you next time. 